hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Sucker Time. The number one award-seeking comedy podcast about comedy. Podcast. And here's your host, internationally recognized comedy podcast podcaster, Mark Hershaw. Yes, it's me, Mark Hershaw, and your host and talent wrangler for FE116B of Suckatash, the comedy podcast podcast. And I'm still hanging out in the Squarespace Podcast Lab at the fourth annual Los Angeles Podcast Festival. Happy to report that after several years of my half-assed attempts to get Jackie Cation, the host of the Dork Forest, on the show, it's finally happened. We didn't have a whole lot of time, and the noise level, as you can tell, in the podcast lab is a little off the charts. But you take what you can get, and I was glad that Jackie and I finally got the chance to chat while mic'd. We talk about, after 250-plus episodes, how does Jackie keep finding so many flavors of dorks out in the world? We also chatted a lot about some tech stuff like the difficulty of cleaning up audio files and the virtues and pitfalls of improv. I also shamelessly pitched her on bringing me on her show as a guest. I figured I had to take my shot. Give a listen, tell your friends, and thanks for passing the Succotash. All right, well, Jack, how's it going? Good. Welcome to Succotash. Well... This, this is, is it. the bigger, the, the larger, the larger. Yeah. 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 Squarespace Succotash. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, our paths have crossed a number of times, uh, I think, at Podcast. For Fest. years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then we're connected online monumentally. We are. We are. <laughs> uh, and I've uh, reviewed a number of your shows for Split Cider. Yeah. And uh, I think I still have yet to do one for Huffington Post, so I will get to that. Oh, please do. I will. I'll take whatever you got. I, well, maybe I'll, you're, so. you're with uh, Proops for today, right? Right, Proops. And I are going to do, yeah. So uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll review this for next week's Huffington Post. Oh, there you go. Your episode oh, it'll today. be it'll be amazing. I I'm mean, sure it will. With great proofs, it's always plug and play. There's no reason to. No, Greg, I, I will, I will I be. Back. I'll be completely unnecessary. <laughs> but I do have a list of movies that I want to ask him about. Um, I interviewed him at a, at a restaurant down here about two months ago. He was on Succotash, but I actually my history with him goes back to the. Uh, Mid '80s, when he and I were in a uh, improv group in San Francisco together. Oh wow! And, yeah, and, he, and I Michael know. McShane was also in that group as well. And then they both. What do you think about improv? I mean, it's such a learned skill to really relax. Um, well, I, I'm a I'm a huge believer in it. Uh, for more than just. And entertain. It's, it's actually kind of shit entertainment. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I... You know, I mean, it's... I've read Tina Fey's opinion about it. She thinks it's a cult, and uh, and she's like, but what has your cult done for you? Right, yeah. right. But as far as the precepts of improv, I've used it in business for years, and in fact, I'm working on a business book. I think it's I that. think it's an incredible, like, sort of team-building-y kind of support system, and friendship, and it's, learning to not go to the stupid yeah. jokes, and to yes, and, and to... All these great skills. Yeah, improv as a a comedy form, yes, but improv simply as a toolkit is amazing just as an individual. Yeah. I mean, I I tell the story uh, to my improv classes that I teach that I uh, used it to, I pitched a movie to a production company uh, for the Hallmark Channel. Okay. And they they were editing the first movie that I'd written for them, and the executive producer called me in his office and said, do you have anything for Halloween? Because the channel called 
Okay. And I said, sure. You know, you're right. You're going to say, you know, did I have anything? No, but of course I had something. Yeah, so yeah. I spitballed this idea in his office, totally Off out, the my, cuff. out my ass. Yeah. And just, he was my audience. Yeah. And I watched him for my responses. Yep. And when his attention started to fade, Drift I, I <laughs> he goes, that sounds great. You have written up. And I said, well, I have an outline back at my apartment. So mm-hmm. ran home, typed up a 10-page outline, outline. Mm-hmm. sent it to him. He sent it over to the channel. And... They called a few weeks later and said, uh, we're going to make that Halloween movie. How fast can you write the script? Wow. Yeah. It's, so. I mean, I have a nephew who's, um, he's no interest in performing, but I think he'd be really good at an improv class. I think, because he likes to sell. He's a good sales guy. And um, I just think that the improv thing would really help. I think everybody can benefit. I've taken a couple of classes. I'm not any good at it, but that's because it's a learned skill. To some, you know, to some extent it is, but the, the other thing is, it's more trying to remember a skill we all had when we were kids, when we just made shit up. Yep, just playing. It, it was all, I mean, and what we're doing now is improv. I mean, you're a great improviser, I listen to your, your podcast. Oh, right. And those conversations, you don't have those scripted out, you may know nope. what questions you're going to ask, maybe not. Yeah, uh, no, not yet, usually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't write my questions out, because yeah. all conversation is improvisation. And True, then, and then so if you can, if you can extrapolate that into improv, it's all just you get an offer, you respond to the offer, mm-hmm. you make an offer in exchange. That's all improv really is in its base. Yeah, the idea of people get hung up in I've got to make this funny. Yeah, and the real truth is you just need to make it real. Yeah, because yeah. as you know, it'll be Humor comes from from the truth. Yeah, right? yeah, people are hilarious. Yeah, um, so <laughs> we know that. Uh, you are up to what episode of the Dork Forest at this point? Well, there's 216 episodes. Of, this is my ninth. This is September's uh, the ninth. It's the anniversary month. And so this is the ninth year. Amazing. And so I was trying to do, because the first 200 episodes, or 213 episodes or whatever, are in conference call. I did it through Blog Talk. And they were still in beta. Oh. Nice. And so it was 2006 and 2007 and 2008. And... So those episodes sound like a telephone held up to an AM radio, according to Max Funcon. Not Max Funcon, but uh, um, Sound of Young America. They, oh, okay. were, they reviewed it, and they said that's what it sounded like. Wow, okay. And uh, I was like, mm, you're right. But so what I've been trying to do this month is sort of call... Yeah. Like 30 of the best episodes. Clean them up a little bit and put them for free on Bandcamp. Okay. As waves. Just try to do what I can to make them sound. And take the ads off because they've repurposed them. Yeah. Blog Talk has automatically dropped ads in them. Oh, okay. And so I just pull the ads out. And and, um, and there's just MP3s, so you can't really do a lot with them. But there, I've been able to pull, I would say, 14 good episodes okay. where they're interesting enough and plus it's a learned skill as well like everything yeah. so those first couple of years sometimes I had too many guests sometimes the audio would drop out completely the one that I was supposed to have Patton Oswalt on is just me 45 minutes screaming just screaming at Blocked Up Radio <laughs> furious but so I've been doing so there are 200 of those and there are about 315 of the pre-recorded okay which started probably in 2009 or 2010 and that one the first couple episodes were pretty good and then a guy named Patrick Brady who uh, lives in New York had just graduated from, from film school and was a fan of the show and he emailed me and he said can I fix those 
those could be nicer. Really? And so yeah. for years, he's yeah. been cleaning up the audio. Oh, and, nice. and he's taught me how to do it some. This is the first year, because I take donations, and, and people are really supportive. This is the first year I've made enough money that I've actually paid Patrick Brady. Nice. And I feel... I feel good about it yeah. because I mean, there's we all do podcasts and we all listen to podcasts for free. They're, for the most part, they are one of the tiniest expenses ever. You know, um, it might be six hundred dollar initial investment if you get a nice recorder and and mics and stuff. But uh, but to be able to for him to make a couple of bucks and for me to make a couple of bucks has been it feels because I want to value everyone's work right sure. why wouldn't I absolutely yeah I mean I the, the producer of my show uh, a guy named Joe Polino I've known since I was in radio thirty years ago uh, he's the first. 12 episodes of Suckatash I did in his home studio which was a pro studio and beautiful him right? on the other side of the glass and the whole thing uh-huh. but it was him cobbling the whole thing together it was like right. wow this is you know I a fair of, amount of work and, and I had to do it on his time you know he was right. doing his own thing and so I you know when he was ready I'd get it back and then I saw what he was doing and I thought you know what I can I I've got what I got the seeds. I can make do it myself. Yeah. And so he still helps me. He does, does all my sort of uh, big production stuff. And okay. Just feeds it to me. Yeah. And I layer it all in. Yeah. Which is great because we yeah, do yeah. a phony commercial every week. Uh, oh, okay. For a phony sponsor that doesn't exist because <laughs> we don't have real sponsors for Henderson's pants. Henderson's pants. Yeah, yes, and every week it's a different type of pants. Thank God, there's a lot of pants out there. Uh, these are pants that'll never see the light of day. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, but. Uh, did you, have you talked to Patrick about cleaning up those earlier? I have. I, I sent him the MP3s, and he said there's there's nothing to work with. Wow. Okay. He's like the the audio is so very set in stone. So he said you can make them bigger, files wise, and you can yeah. sort of do. But there's uh, he doesn't. He's like I I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a genius out there who can. But I was uh, talking to, to uh, Wayne Fetterman last night, and oh. he's doing a project called The Chronicles of Fetterman. And he's gone back, he, he pointed out he's never released a CD or anything like that. And what he's done is he's taken his 30 years of stand-up and he's releasing it as an entire catalog. And he wow. said he had to go back and he got old VHS tapes from the comedy clubs in New York where he was first performing and he had to go back and fix the audio yeah. from those. And he found some some highfalutin program called Isotope or something. Isotope. And That's interesting. He said it was amazing. I'll so, look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe it can be done. Yeah. The, the the episodes now, I just bought, Patrick was like, you should buy it. There's a sale at monoprice.com for Labor Day. Buy these new these new mics. And so I bought new mics. And they they came. Yes. And I hooked them up. And they did not work with my uh, Zoom H4 and recorder and tiny PV um, mixer. mixer. Yeah. And then I started reading online and directions, and I found out they're condenser mics, and they ah. need phantom power. And uh, figured it out, though. It sounds cool. I wish I had phantom power. Right. I wish I had a little more phantom power in my own life. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was super fun. And, and it does sound better, but, I, but they were such nice mics that yeah. I had to get screens because of the popping. Yes. And um, 
I'm like, well, now it's a production. Now it's happening. It used to just be two $25 sure mics That's and, right. and, now and, and my $100 PV. Now everything's beginning to ramp up. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, all I need is one of those arms that swing over that yeah. the mic, then people can move them. Yeah. And uh, it's going to cut, cut into my cashew costs. <laughs> I like to serve a cashew for people who aren't allergic to nuts because there's some nuts in the cashews <laughs> if you're allergic to nuts. Um, so with so many episodes under your belt, how do you reach out to find new avenues of dorkiness from your guests' you know, fields it's a of win. expertise? It's a win now because people come to me. Oh, good. Yeah, because right. initially it was just comics. I was like, well, they know how to talk, right? right? And they're usually dorks about something. And um, like Proops has other episodes where he's <laughs> talking baseball. And then I am married to like OG faceted diamond dork. Andy Ashcraft, who has at least 40 close friends who all, like, he's got a friend that I have not yet been able to get on the show. She teaches medieval music theory. Holy cow. First of all, let's say that again. Medieval music theory. What the fuck? (laughs) And you're like, Elizabeth Upton, please come and do my podcast. And she's like, I'd love to. I'm teaching at USC this semester. And I'm like, I get it. He's got another friend who I've had on twice. Uh, once was better because it was not blog talk. And it's a guy named Robert Hurt. And he is the visualization expert uh, for the, the Spitzer telescope. Wow. So what he does is he gets the images from the Spitzer. And he cleans them up so that they can be... Because uh, space, it turns out, is in black and white. So when you see an image of the, of the Milky Way or whatever... He hates this word, but he's colorized it. Ah. But it's it's like a it's more like a map colorization where it's a key ah, okay. and it means something scientific. Yeah, so like a G type star would be a certain right, color. Right, right, whatever, yeah. what, right. Whatever, whatever, whatever science is going on. Yeah. He does that with Photoshop. But he's also he's so, a, so, so he's an astrophysicist he, okay. and he's an artist. He's an actual astro. Like Andy has rocket scientist friends. My wow. husband. That's nice. Like I had. And they, they, none of them want to talk about rocket science. They, like, Robert wants to come back on and talk about the different spaceships throughout enter, the entertainment industry. Oh, interesting. Because he, uh, like from Star Trek, but before that, and then Star yeah, Wars, yeah. and then he's got, he's got models of every single starship, star spaceship that's ever been. And he wants to talk about their, what, their engineering or their... No, no, aesthetics. Oh, really? He's an artist. Okay. So... Interesting. He could, talk cool. about the, he could talk about the, the fictional aesthetics of them. But he mostly wants to talk about yeah. how cool they look. <laughs> now, does your husband have to keep coming up with interesting friends for you to stay? You know, uh, I have not with tapped. Him? I have not tapped. He had a friend who uh, went out with a woman. There, he, his buddy Ian, who has not been on the show, who is fascinating. Uh, his girlfriend is a beekeeper, so she's a bee dork. Yeah, a bee dork. So we had her on, and then at Christmas we got a free thing of honey. So nice. it's pretty sweet from her bees, and uh, I got to learn about bees. I don't know anything about anybody, you know. And that's the great. I'm like the one I just recorded the other day was um, one of the this woman named Charlene Conley. She works for Bridgetown. She does. Uh, she's working for the Podfest. Oh, okay. And uh, her sister is a photographer, but she collects 1950s and 60s photo booths. Photo booths. Which her husband, yes, 800 pound photo. Elephants. I mean, her husband is like, why? Why do we have this? And she's like, we're going to rent them out. We're going to make money, and it's going to be fine. And he's like, when's that going to happen? 
Anyway, so <laughs> it just started happening. So I talked to her about these photo booths, and it was fascinating. So That's you can talk cool. about anything. You can. Yep. Have you ever had a branding expert on your show? Branding? Like uh, marketing? Create, creating brand names. No? All right. Is that you? That's one of the things I do. Yeah. yeah? All right, then. Blackberry. Dasani, Swiffer, okay. all out of this brain. All out of that brain box? That's right. Well, we got to get, I totally, attainable goal, but yeah. I just need, we need more than, uh, someone was asking me if they could be on the podcast uh, today, and I was like, this weekend is actually quite hard for me to knock a couple out, but no, I would love to. This weekend. We do it for yeah, we have the rest of our lives. Where do you Where do you? San Francisco. You're out of San Francisco, okay. Yeah, but I get so, down here quite frequently. Right, and I'm doing a live one. Oh, uh, in October the 28th at Doc's Lab. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, with Gail Carriger. I don't oh, cool. know if you know Gail Carriger. I don't. I know the She's name. A, yeah. She writes uh, steampunk mystery novels, <laughs> YA, where the, the main mystery solver is a lady who collects parasols. So it's like this crazy pulp wow. fiction <laughs> that you're like, and it's better written than it has any right to be. Gale character. That's cool. It, and there's wolf, werewolves and vampires, and you're like, what's happening? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm just over here writing. And it's hilarious. So that's, she's going to be my live guest. And I've, I've done other live ones. Like I did one in Seattle with Ken Jennings from Jeopardy. And that was fascinating because his, his dorkdom was geocaching. Oh, sure. He liked I did I did a geocaching story for a magazine. I had to learn all about it. And we, I took a group of people and we, we did it. And it was very well, the cool. weirdest thing is, is he, at one point I remember him talking about geocaching. He was in Anwar Vat or whatever. In Cambodia, there's these old um, ruins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm like... Yeah, it's not a construction site. Who the who the hell is hiding a pokeball in Anwar Vat for the next geocacher that shows up? And he's like, it's cool. It's still cool. And I'm like, fair enough, fair enough. Because that's the thing about the Dark Forest: safe space. You got to be supportive. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Otherwise, suddenly you find yourself with no. Yeah, right. Just, she's just gonna make fun of you. Well, I had these this couple who got married where hot where uh, Empire Strikes Back the hot scenes were shot. They went to Norway and got married there. Yeah, they were both members of the of the Star Wars, uh, a man and woman, uh, but they were both stormtroopers. Oh, the stormtroopers. They were the 501st or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And so at, when I was done recording with them, well, that's actually a blog talk episode that might be a good one to re-find. Anyway, but uh, at the end of it, the, the wife, the woman, uh, said... That was really fun. I thought you were going to make fun of us. And I was like, no, no, dork forest. Dork up. Do whatever you want. Why would, why would you make fun of anyone? Why would I? Right. It's, it's not, I don't have to like it. I just have to like how much they like it. Because <laughs> that's the fascinating thing for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I think the last time I saw you at a PodFest, you were running, I think it was the first one, you were, you were leaving because you had a D&D game you had to get to, if I remember correctly. Sure. And, and, uh, my husband just made a superhero tabletop RPG game oh, okay. in his free time. You know, he makes video games for a living. Sure, and then, so he has scads of free time. Right, but it, it's all he wants to do. It's sort of like podcasting and stand-up comedy, and, and it's what everybody else, you know? Yeah. So he, it's called the Hero Instant. Okay. And it's free online if you want to. Oh. It's in beta or okay. whatever. The Hero Instant. The Hero Instant.com. And 
I liked it because it's it's D10s. You, it's it's ten sided die. Yeah. And you just have dozens of D10s at your roll. Okay. And you can create a uh, a superhero with um, with any superpowers. Okay. In twenty minutes. Wow. Which is the great because D and D. And champions, uh, uh, it takes a while. They take forever. Yeah. And I wasn't good at it. I didn't like it. And he was like, I'm going to make a game where you can make a character and you'll like it and it'll take a half an hour. And I'm like, okay, then I'm in. And so it inspired him to do it. And then it took over, of course, like everything does. Everything just takes over your life. And, and so... And so he went to Gen Con, and he went okay. to. Stri- is it Stri- being well accepted? It is. He said it's been it's been great. He's been getting good feedback and learning a lot of stuff, and so it's been great. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. Uh, well, I thank you very much for sitting with us. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, yeah, let's do a, a longer yeah, interview at some point. We don't have all this other distraction going sure, on. Sure, sure. And uh, I'm gonna go. I think I get some lunch or something like that. All and, right. Uh, but I, got my yeah, Mark, I got yours. Yeah. If you want any of this fine merch, you, this I'm good. zipper pull. I'm I'm good. But these are these are cool yeah. trinkets. Yeah. These co- are awesome. Coaster. Trinkets. Coasters are awesome. And uh, the cool the cool magnetic pin. Oh, look at that! I like the coaster. Yeah, take one. And this take is a two. mat. Yes. It's very nice. It's good flecking, or uh, it doesn't it, 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 it doesn't keep the water. That's right. It's a uh, waterproof. It's Mark. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Jackie. Have a great show today. Thanks. Okay. You've been listening to Suckatash, the comedy podcast podcast with your host, Mark Hershon. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuckatashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Smart Radio, and on SoundCloud. You can also hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Suckatash Show. Email us at marc at SuckatashShow.com. Or call into the Suckatash hotline at our non-toll-free call number, 818-921-7212. Suckatash is produced and engineered with the kind assistance of Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, home of the hit. Our associate producer is Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durgins. Until next time, I am your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the succotage. Goodbye.